You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, at the end of the day, football is football. All Patriots, all, all the time. Ooh, that, that's spicy. All Patriots, all, all the time. Welcome to, 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 to First and Foxborough. Ladies and gentlemen, Foxborough football fans, it is Thursday of game week, week one. We're keeping it going all the way through the end of the week. I'm Kyrie Thompson. This is First and Foxborough. Make sure you download, subscribe, listen, stream on the Odyssey app, the free Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me at KD Thompson 5 and make sure you're following the show account at First and Foxborough, FOX. B-O-R-O. I'll be tweeting all of the podcasts that I do there, as well as retweeting and tweeting other fun football stuff. So a little bit of a change of plans today. I was going to originally uh, try and do some, you know, Patriots to watch today and then do a Miami Dolphins season preview for Friday. Um, The original guy that I I wanted to talk to for the Miami Dolphins season preview. We're actually going to do a game recap on Monday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kick things uh, down a notch a little bit in terms of doing the the Patriots to watch. I'm gonna do that tomorrow because this morning I woke up thinking about what column I was gonna write for weei.com, and I just wanted to do an audio version, basically of of what I wrote, and have some of this discussion here with you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, you know, tweet it out to me, um, you know, what, whatever, you know, to, to interact about this. Cause I thought, it, I thought it was fun. So I wanted to do that instead for this week one Thursday edition of first and Foxborough. So as most of you, so as most of you may know at this point, it's been discussed, uh, you know, I, I've referenced it on the podcast, referenced it on the air, weei.com, or maybe if you follow me, you've seen me tweet about stuff at Wiles, but I used to be a scientist before I started in sports journalism. So I I originally went to graduate school uh, first for paleontology, and then I was a master's student in biological sciences. So, I mean, I was going to go like PhD track, and then I just was like, you know what? Master's works for me. I'm going to go ahead and get this degree, get out and do something I actually like doing. Uh, and, And that's how I got into media a couple of years ago. But before that, I was studying bones and you know bone biology specifically and i even have i have a first author paper floating around out there somewhere about you know biomineralization in mouse skulls where i was like looking i was doing research on how bones uh, mineralize right after you know mice were born from the time they were just born like, like literally the same day birth and then until they were about two weeks old and what that stuff meant for mammals at at large, right? Because I mean, mice and and other mammals, it's not always exactly the same, but a lot of the mechanisms for bone growth and and how they develop are kind of similar. So I I was doing that for my research. Basically, I I love studying 
things that eat other things and what it means for their jaws and how their their jaws develop, how their bone develops and, and all that good stuff, right? So that was my life before I started writing sports, before I started blogging about them starting in 2016 and officially got into journalism in you know 2018 when I first came out here to Boston, was working for WBUR in public media. And as I was thinking about it and writing it this morning, I, I realized that I've been thinking more about my science career and how I approach things as a scientist right now working on Bill Belichick and you know this Patriots beat this year than I probably have in, in a little while. I mean, notwithstanding the COVID pandemic, because I mean, at that point, everything is about science and vaccines and discovery and, and you know, kind of just researching, you know, doing secondary research on you know, what's coming out and analyzing that it that way. So obviously, from that standpoint, you're thinking about science a lot. But just in terms of my job, thinking about this Patriots team, how to write about it, how to evaluate it is really something of like watching a scientific experiment. Like I feel like what I'm watching right now is as I wrote Bill Belichick, trying to put together the right concoction of ingredients. He's like pouring things into, you know, the the graduated cylinder and, and, and into the flask or, you know, whatever, all this stuff that people traditionally think of, like you pour ingredients into it and you're trying not, and he's trying to make sure it doesn't blow up in his face. Um, but the thing about scientific experiments is, okay, that's cool. You, you poured everything in and it didn't blow up in your face. But chances are that's one piece of a really long protocol and you're not done yet. There are so many more steps to do in, in order to, to get the experiment over and done with. But then on top of that, why are you doing the experiment? What is the point of it? When, you, when you're doing science, right? So, I mean, like I mentioned, I wrote a paper, right? Well, I did, I did experiments based off of that, right? I was you know chopping up skulls and putting them in a solution and digesting them so that I could see bone cells and then I was growing them in in media and you know putting them in you know a dish and watching how they how they grew and what they looked like and and you know doing x-rays and scanning them and how much okay like how much bone mineralization is in this area versus how much is in this area right so I mean like there are all these different facets to an experiment and how you evaluate it how you observe it but when you take it all, go back to the very beginning. You do an experiment, not just for fun, not just because you feel like it, but because you're trying to answer a question. So in my case, I was trying to answer, okay, do bones from different parts of a skull mineralize in different ways? Do they grow in different ways? And if, if that's true, if they do kind of show these differences from, okay, the top of the skull to like a bone in the jaw, like if they're different, then what does that mean for how they're used and, and what their purpose is in, you know, a mouse or in a human, right? Like what, how can you extrapolate that to other animals? So there's always this, this central question that, that you're trying to answer, like, okay, what, what is my hypothesis for this? And then how do I test said hypothesis? With Bill Belichick's football scientific method here, the question is always, how do I win a championship this year? And even when he had Tom Brady all those years ago, it wasn't like he always had the greatest quarterback of all time, the best player in the league, the MVP of the league. 
Sometimes it was like, okay, Tom Brady's still a young player. How do I put enough around him offensively and defensively to make this work? Or, hey, Tom Brady's really good now. How do I adjust and create a new formula? That's the thing. When it comes to football, you can never perfectly replicate an experiment from year to year. You never just run it back completely and act like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this over and over again exactly the way I did it before, and I'll win this year, and it'll turn out the way that I that it worked before. That's not how it works. So every year, there's a little bit of tinkering. Something is different, and you have to be prepared to adjust, and sometimes you're going to do things that you didn't do the year before. That's where the Patriots are now, right? You don't have the the fully-fledged GOAT protocol where you, you have this one thing that like, okay, I know how this works and I know how it's going to work just about every single year. Every single time I, I put this mixture together and now I just have to figure out if all the other stuff works around it. Now you're dealing with something completely different. You're, you're dealing with, you know, Cam Newton in, in the year after Brady left him for agency. And then these last two years, it's been Mac Jones. How do I build around Mac Jones? What can he do? What can he do well? How does he fit into this thing? And then how does everything else fit around him? And I feel like right now what we're watching is Bill Belichick still searching for that championship mixture. And this year he's doing it in a way that he's never done it ever. Right. Like this is completely unique. And we're not just talking about, oh, yeah, it's Mac Jones now and not Tom Brady. It's a it's a good roster rather than a great one. But now you're dealing with, OK, Matt Patricia, guy who has. Yeah, he's worked on the offensive side of the football before, but he's never been an offensive coordinator. He's called plays before, but he's never called offensive plays. Can he be a successful offensive coordinator and teach this new offensive system that it looks like the Patriots are trying to implement? Can he do that? Can Joe Judge be a quarterback's coach? And can all of that work in addition to having a second-year quarterback who's still finding his way in the NFL? It's, it's fascinating. And I feel like as I have been thinking about it and watching how the Patriots beat has covered this and how fans have reacted to a lot of this, as well as you know national media, how they've reacted to what the Patriots are doing here, it reminds me so much of how things work in the scientific world. And yeah, it's not the same as somebody saying, look, man, the earth is actually round. It's not flat. The earth isn't the center of the solar system. The earth is actually 6 billion years old. And it's not like what a couple thousand years old, like we suppose it is from the Bible or birds came from dinosaurs. Dinosaurs might be warm-blooded. Like there are all of these these things that were suggested in terms of of science that were so radical at the time. People were like, "What are you talking about? There's no way that could possibly be true." And it had to it required years and sometimes centuries of research compiled and compiled and compiled to basically be like, "Well, yeah, actually the earth is round. And actually the sun is the center of the universe." And the Earth is 6 billion years old. Dinosaurs did used to live here. And by the way, they're not all, you know, tail-dragging slobs. Like, they can actually be active and run fast. Oh, yeah, and by the way, evolution is widely accepted now. It definitely was not when it was originally proposed. So, it takes a long time for people to get off their presuppositions about how the world works. And I think right now, Bill Belichick is fundamentally testing 
how people think the football world works. I, I've heard it so many times on the radio and, and you know, in, in on, on my station and throughout the NFL landscape that, oh, this Matt Patricia experiment can't possibly work because you have to have an established offensive coordinator calling your plays or somebody who has at least been on the offensive side of the football. Having a former defensive guy who's never called plays on that side of the football can't work. Why? Why can't it work? I mean, we're assuming that that it can't work and that it, it you know, is, is likely to fail. But but why? Just because that's what we think? That's because we've observed so many times before? Being a scientist kind of moves you off of just assuming that something is going to be one way or another because you know you've got to test those hypotheses, right? Like, for example, my hypothesis is that the New England Patriots are probably going to finish like 8-9, and 9-8. Nine, nine and eight. That, That's what I think is probably 9-8, and eight, and they're going to miss the playoffs. Based on what I've seen from this roster, what I've seen them do in training camp, That that's my supposition. But... Am I saying that is absolutely how it is going to be? That is set in stone and, you know, that that's what it's destined to be? No, because I don't know how this is going to turn out. I haven't seen them play a regular season football game yet, so I have to be open to the possibility that that hypothesis could be incorrect because that's life when you do science. Just because you think you've, you, you've done an experiment however many times, that does not mean that the thousandth time or the thousand and first time that you've done an experiment means it's going to go the same way that it's always gone. You have no idea until you actually do the thing. And then when it, it goes differently and you see something you didn't expect, well, then you have more questions to answer. And then you've got to do the experiment again. And then maybe you tinker around with more things. You try new mixtures. And guess what? Maybe you get some interesting research papers off of that, which is, you know, and then that's a, that's a whole other thing. You got to talk about your findings and talk about why it went wrong and what you would do differently or what confounding factors there are. Like, come on, there's so many different things that you have to be prepared to do when you do real research, which is, okay. On, on the side note of things, when people talk about doing research, this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Having been the person who has actually done the experiment, like does the hypothesis, does the experiments, test them with all these different replicates, because that's the thing. You can't just do an experiment one time. You got to replicate it. And you have to talk about what happens every time you do the replication and if it matches up or if something is different, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So... You do all of that stuff, you write it up, you present your findings to the world, and then everybody that reads your article and maybe uses it in an introduction to their research, or maybe they say like, okay, I read about this on Google, I read about this in an article, that's secondary research. That's not primary research. So when people say like, oh yeah, I'm doing my own research on a topic, if you're reading it off Google, you're not doing your own research on a topic. You're reading what somebody else has done and trying to present it as as your own. But in reality, that's not your research. That's somebody else's research. And a lot of times when people talk about, oh, yeah, I'm doing my own research. Do you even know the right person to do the research from? That's another thing. When you're a scientist, you need to figure out who's actually doing things in a reputable way, who is doing things in a rigorous way, who can you trust, who can you not trust? And that's something we can all learn from. But okay, um, that, that, that's a digression. Don't want to get too far down that road because that's going to take us a bunch of places we don't want to go. 
Back to football. Obviously, the idea of, oh yeah, you know, the Earth is round, it's six billion years old, and all of that are, are fundamentally different and more important than a hypothesis that Matt Patricia can be an effective offensive coordinator and teach a new offense, or Mac Jones doesn't have to be Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes to be a really good NFL quarterback. Because like those are those are two theories that people kind of bandy about right now. Or even like, oh yeah, Bill Belichick can't win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Obviously, those questions aren't as important as like fundamental laws of nature, right? The theory of gravity or the theory of evolution and how those things are tested. But the backlash to those experiments, to those kind of daring challenges of how we normally think about things, often just boil down to, I don't believe that could be true, so it's not true, and I don't even want to entertain the idea that it could be true because it's so outlandish and ridiculous. There's no way that could be true, but it can be. And then if it is that might make you question everything that you know about the world, or in this case, everything that you know about football. And when we have to question everything we know, when our suppositions are so fundamentally wrong in the end, proven wrong, we hate that. And we, and we fight against that. We, we actively try to, to shut our eyes and ears against that possibility because thinking is hard. And having to rethink the way that you've done things can be hard. Change is difficult. But here's the thing. Bill Belichick has been doing this. I mean, he's been a coach for more than 50 years. He's been a head coach for almost 30 years. And he's been the head coach specifically of the New England Patriots for more than 20 years. He has been doing this for a long time. And at this point, I think that he has disabused himself of any notion that he knows exactly what the correct formula for you know, the, the one correct formula for how to win a championship is. He's always experimenting and always trying to find something new, any new edge, any different way that he can do things. And sometimes it isn't about, oh yeah, I'm going to win a Super Bowl this year. If you, if you hit Bill Belichick with a truth serum, I'm sure that he would say, oh yeah, I would love to win a Super Bowl this year, but I'm not banking on it. Like, oh yeah, if we get to the wild card game again, psh, that might be a success. Or, or man, if we make it past that, we're playing with house money. He doesn't have Tom Brady anymore where the pressure is literally like you have to win a Super Bowl every single year. Look, that's not how the NFL works. And I feel like the Patriots tricked you into believing that that was true because they, they won the division and made it to the AFC championship and won a Super Bowl seemingly every other year, right? They, they, they got you thinking that that's how it works, but it doesn't. I think Bill Belichick understands that. And this particular experiment seems like, like, a, like Frankenstein's monster is, could be the only possible result for how this is going to go. That is going to be disastrous. It is going to be chaotic. And by the end of it, we're going to be like, Bill has lost his marbles. That's what we're assuming. But I think for him, most likely what he's seeing this as is, I'm in a situation where I might not win this year, but what happens this year will inform what I do next year when I've got all this cap space to spend, when I've got another draft and, and players coming back and contributing that might get me closer to competing for a Super Bowl than I am going to be right now. That even if it doesn't work out this year, what I learn in this experiment 
is going to get me closer to figuring out, okay, what's next year's formula going to look like and how is it going to get me closer to winning? That's the kind of patience that you can have as a scientist, an experienced scientist at that. And in, in, in particular, I'm referring to Bill Belichick here as like a mad football scientist. This is what he's been doing, right? He's always loved weird. He's always loved doing things that other people wouldn't do because he believes in the end, as long as he is there and he knows what he is looking for, he can turn that into a winning formula. Of course, there's winning formulas in varying degrees. Sometimes it's like, okay, this works and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a playoff team or oh, I really love what I got here. This could be a Super Bowl contender. There, there's levels to it. But at the same time, like he, he's seen enough of how this works to know, okay, this might not be ideal. Here's how I can adjust it mid-experiment and get it working how I would expect it to be or how everybody else expects it to be. That's why that's always the, okay, look, let's get to November and then you'll see what kind of team I really have. When he's tinkered with things a little bit and he's adjusted something here and there and it's like, Oh, well, that's the New England Patriots that we know and love. His approach to the way that he does things, I think that that's why, to an extent, I'm not really tripping off of so much of what he's doing, and I'm just kind of interested to see how it turns out, because I think Bill Belichick is looking at this like a scientist, whereas the rest of us are looking at it as, I don't really care about the process. I don't care about how long it took. I don't care about all the intricacies of it. I just want to see the end result. And when I think about how we've covered this over the summer and how fans have reacted to it and the the furor over they didn't play enough in the preseason or I don't think they practiced as much as they should have. We in the media, we as fans need to see it Otherwise, we don't believe it. We don't believe what you're talking about. We're not going to trust your process. We want to see it with our own eyes, which is, I mean, obviously, that's fine. Any observant person should feel free to question what Bill Belichick is doing and whether or not it will work and to be skeptical, right? It's good to be skeptical, okay? And there are people like, just, I don't question anything Bill does in Bill We Trust, I don't think that's a reasonable thing to do, and I don't know that you should go through your life like that. You should you should feel free to question things. At the same time, simply just looking at something you don't agree with and saying, well, that's stupid. I don't believe in that. That's dumb. It's asinine. Matt Patricia's a boob. All these different things that I've been hearing, it kind of drives me up a wall. Because in the end, you don't know Jack about how this is going to turn out. Neither do I. Neither fully does Bill Belichick at this point. Nobody knows. You have to go through the experiment. You have to collect the data and you've got to be objective. In so many ways, I approach this like a scientist. And that means you can have a hypothesis. You can be skeptical. You can ask questions and you can think you might know how an experiment is going to end up. But you can't let your preconceived notions influence how you conduct your experiments and how you write it up. You need to be accurate and be thorough about what you're seeing and about what happens. That's the only way to do that job right. That's the only way to do, in my opinion, this job right. So, yeah, I wouldn't have asked Matt Patricia to run my offense. I wouldn't have made Joe Judge my quarterback's coach. I might run more gap and power stuff when the regular season rolls around than running the outside zone because I just don't think they're doing it very well. Those are things that I would do. 
But you're not going to catch me on the air talking about the Patriots are being dumb or Matt Patricia's an idiot or there's no possible way this is going to work when I haven't seen any evidence to suggest that that's true yet. Okay, that's not how I work. If there's something that we have always known about Bill Belichick and the way that he goes about things, there's always a method to his madness, a scientific, maybe even a mad scientific method to his madness. There is a point in what he is trying to accomplish, and it, nothing is ever done completely wantonly. It's done because he believes it will work, and sometimes it doesn't work because, hey, sometimes that's science. That's failure. Believe it or not, sports is actually about failure and how you learn from failure and turn that into success. And I, be I believe Bill Belichick knows that. So look, in the end, regardless of, of how we feel about it, and what we think about the pieces that are involved and this new offensive scheme and the offensive coaching staff and what it's going to do to Mac Jones. And is Mac Jones even good, right? There are like all these questions that, that we want to ask. They take time to answer. We're not going to know the answer to those questions on Sunday. We're not fully going to know the answers to those questions after week four. We are not going to get a full picture of what this season really means, what worked and what didn't work until the end. Then we can truly judge this experiment. But until then, you got to let it play out. We don't really have any other choice because Bill Belichick is running this thing and we're all just watching. This is his primary research, his first author paper, his baby. The rest of us are just shadowing the thing. We're just watching from afar or we're going to be reading the research paper when it gets written up. And when it does get written up, know who to trust. Know the people who are doing the good work out there. There are a lot of us on the Patriots beat doing that good work. And I hope to be one of your trusted voices to talk about this thing when it's all said and done. I'm Kyrie Thompson. This is First in Foxborough. Make sure you are staying tuned, checking out the show, downloading, listening, subscribing on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. I will be back tomorrow for some more week one preview stuff. And then it's on to Sunday. Till then. <laughs>